Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Right now, it seems like people are running into a barrier when it comes to hiring a team. I'm hearing that a lot in the various Facebook groups that I'm in, from various clients, and it seems to be a common thread right now that teams are growing, businesses are still growing, so that's good, right? We all want our businesses to continue to grow, and there's some fear that that will discontinue. I will tell you that if the biggest concern people have right now is hiring a team, that means that their business is growing, so that's something positive. If that's our worry, we're in a good place, right? So that's that's number one. But number two, let me talk to you for just a second about how to hire a team. You know, I run into people who are unsure of how to post a job or what the job description should look like. And I will tell you that I'm not going to dive into all of that on this episode. Okay. Um, You do need to have a job description. You need to be able to define what that person does. You need to have a compensation package. You need to be able to pull all of those things together. Think about what you would want to know if you were going on a job interview. What information would you need to make a good decision? Inherently for most of us, from that question alone, we'll be able to come up with the key things we need to provide to anyone who is then going to apply for the position we post. Okay? So let's not make it too hard. Many times our brain makes it hard because anything that we don't know, we think, oh, well, I don't know that. The reason why I don't know that is because it must be hard and complex and it must take a lot of effort. I promise you, it's not hard and complex. You just haven't done it before and that's okay. Um, So I can dive into that later, right? But what I want to talk about right now is what I see when people try to hire someone to their team. They work really diligently. They put the job out there. There's a ton of applicants. Everyone gets excited because there's a ton of applicants, right? Oh, wow. Someone's interested in my job that I posted, right? It's kind of cool. You want people to be interested in your company and you want people to be interested in the job that you posted. So you get a little excited. And then you start going through the job interviews and there's a standard process to do that, right? There's a standard flow. You need to ask the same questions for each to each candidate. You need to be consistent. And, you know, if you send them to this to three different people in your organization, you need to send them to three different people every single time for the same candidate. You need to drive consistency in the way that you interview. Okay. But when we get past all of those formalities, okay, when we get past all of those routines, because again, that's not what I want to talk about today. What comes down to it is that we typically find someone that we can identify with. And this is where it gets dangerous. And this is where I want to give you some advice and a little bit of caution. We typically find someone that we identify with. Maybe they went to the same college we went to. Maybe they grew up in a similar town. Maybe their family life is similar to ours. Whatever it is, we naturally gravitate to similarities. And what I want to challenge you to do is not do that. Now, it's hard. The human brain looks for similarities and patterns. That's how we use good judgment. Judgment comes in whenever we've never been in a situation before, but we use what we've already been in and decisions that we've already made in order to help us make a good decision in this situation. So if we say that that's good judgment, then inherently whenever we get into a hiring situation, we're going to say that when someone looks like us or talks like us, sounds like us, or seems like they are similar to someone else on our team who is successful, then we typically gravitate towards that person. And I don't want you to do that because ultimately what my my challenge is for you is I want you to find the true best person for the role. 
And the person that's like you or the person that's like someone else on your team isn't going to be the best person for that role. Why? Because you want to find someone different. You constantly need to be finding someone who has different perspectives, different experiences, different ideas, different almost everything because differences help you balance. Differences help you serve everyone. Okay? And what I, what I tend to see is not only do people look for similarities because it's comfortable, right? And then we can feel good that we've made a good decision. They also tend to then find someone that they are absolutely in their minds committed to. Oh, this is the person for the job. The person hasn't even accepted the job yet. We've not even offered it to them, let's say. But they are committed. This is my person. They're going to change the world. They're going to come in and accomplish all of these different things. That's my person. And so when they call and they reach out and they provide that job offer, it doesn't go like they thought it would in their minds. Now the person is coming back and saying, well, you know, I don't know if this is actually going to fit with what I want to achieve in my life. Or I don't know that this is going to fit in right now with the way things are happening at home for me. Or... You know, I really thought that the functions of this job was, you know, they were going to be this and instead you're telling me they're that. All of the things that should have really been thought through before you start interacting with that person, right? Before they applied for your job, they should have thought through the family situation, right? Because if you did your role effectively and posted the job with the right details, they would have had enough information to apply and or not apply, okay? Now, let's say that we didn't put everything in there because we don't normally put 100% of the salary information. For example, not everybody does that in a job posting. But they get to the first interview and they ask all those questions and we provide all the answers, let's say. Let's say I'm helping you with this and so we're doing this together. And, and so they learn all the key pieces and they're like, oh no, this is awesome. This is everything I want. This is the, the job function that I want. It's the right amount of money. It fits into my life. You know, I really want to do something different. Your, your company's different than what I'm doing now, right? Because that's what most people say, right? This is a little bit of something different. Or they say, this is exactly what I went to school for. Or this is what I've, I've been training to do. This is my dream job. You'll hear one of those three typically, right? And so those things mean I've done my research as the applicant and I'm ready to accept an offer should you make me one, Okay. But when you go forward and you present them with the offer and they start to backpedal, my challenge to you is to walk away. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but I need you to walk away. And the reason why I need you to walk away is if they're coming back and saying, you know, I've thought through it, I've crunched the numbers, financially this is not going to work, can I negotiate my salary? Oh, that's fine. That's, we, we pretty much expect people to do that, okay? So that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is whenever they really sit down and they've gone through and we've answered all the questions and we've done three different interview panels and they continue to just reconfirm their commitment to the work, the task, the job, everything. And it comes down to the offer and then they're like, eh, not really committed to the work. And you're like, what? What, what I see people do is they start to chase that applicant. Don't chase them. If you posted the job effectively, if you clarified the salary, if you clarified the work, if you give, gave them full insight into everything that you expect and what you need them to do, and they're coming back and saying they don't know if it's right for them, then you need to know that they're not right for you.
Now, if you've been vague, if the salary hasn't been finalized and they want to negotiate that, if there's any part that you haven't been clear on, then keep talking to them, okay? You need to own that piece. But if you've been transparent about your position and they are still sort of waffling around, they're not going to be committed to your role. They're not. I know that's tough to hear, but I'm telling you from experience. Someone who has been through that entire process and who is still sort of on the fence or, ah, you know, this is just not right for me right now. Just keep me in mind for later. Katrina's perspective is, thank you. I move on. I don't keep you in mind for later. I'm not being a jerk when I, when I say that. I just mean it sincerely. This was your chance. If you came back and just said, this is just not right for me, then it's never going to be right for you. Okay, the job is still the job. So the job's not going to change. The job's never going to be right for you. So I'm not going to keep it in mind. If you want to negotiate your salary and so you couldn't take that pay cut at, that, at this time or whatever, okay, maybe, maybe. If it's pay related, I'm more apt to come back and have discussions with you because I expect those negotiations. But I don't expect negotiations about the job function and I don't expect negotiations about, mm, I know you said that these were set hours of, you know, nine to five, but, you know, could I really come in and do, you know, earlier earlier hours and leave earlier? Can I do this or that? If the business doesn't allow for it, then I can't negotiate that with you. And that's the job. So again, I'm not going to keep you in mind because that's the job. So this is what I'm trying to educate you on right now. I see a lot of people, again, get so enamored with a candidate and think this is my person. They are the answers to all of my problems. And when that person doesn't show up in that offer conversation with gung-ho attitude and maybe a little bit of a barrier to the salary and want to negotiate that, which again, I'll say it time and time again, is very reasonable and I'm okay with that. But if they come back questioning the hours, if they come back questioning the tasks, if they come back questioning the responsibilities, if they give any indication that the job is just not for them, then I move on. Hey, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I wish you the best of luck. And I, I move on. I'm not a jerk. I don't You don't have to be a jerk, but you, you respectfully end the conversation and you move on. And then you go find the person who truly will be committed to your role and the position that you've posted and your company and you bring them on board and you move your business forward with them. Because I have watched it time and time again, people chase that candidate. They try to negotiate the hours. They try to negotiate the job function. They try to negotiate all of these things because they're so just crazy about this candidate that they can't see that this candidate is not the job, is not the person for the job. Because in essence, you're changing the job for the person. If, you're, if your job is very clear and succinct and you've defined it and it's not changing, you don't want to change it, and you entered into this entire process knowing that, then don't change the job for that candidate. Okay? Stick to what you need. If you need this position to fulfill five functions and they only want to do three, they're not your person. You need to find somebody who can do all five and who's willing to do all five and excited to come and show up and contribute and perform all five functions. So I've watched people change the job for what they thought was an amazing candidate. I've watched people negotiate crazy salaries for what they thought was the, the great candidate. I've watched them adjust work hours and vacation time and everything you can imagine. And then that person starts and then within a few months they leave. And the reason why they leave is because at the end of the day, it wasn't the hours or the money 
or even the fact that they didn't want to do a certain task is that they were not aligned with the values of the company and they were not a good fit. It, it happens. Or either they don't leave, they stay on board and they do less and less and less work and you end up terminating them. So at the end of the day, what I'm trying to tell you is they become a headache. They are not the asset that you are trying to find. They are a headache and a hindrance to your business. And that is what you want to avoid. So if you are thinking right now, I need to hire a team and I'm worried, I'm, I'm hesitant about how to do this, okay, then my advice to you is create your job description, be very clear about your compensation, be very clear about the functions you need them to fill, be very clear about the hours you need them to work, establish all of that on the front end. Then go and find someone who is truly the best fit for your ask, okay? Not the person that's exactly like you, not the person that is exactly like someone who's successful in your company. The best person for the role. The role as you've established it, the hours that you've established, the pay that's pretty close to what you've established if you're willing to negotiate it, and all of the functions that you've outlined. And you hold out until you find that person. Because when you find them, they are going to be the asset that you are looking for. It's a hard road. You're, you're going to get beat down a little bit. You're going to start doubting yourself. But if you do this work now, before you even post the position, you will know to stand firm whenever someone comes and tries to have these conversations with you. And remember that you are offering an amazing position, an amazing opportunity to join you and your team. And if they don't see it for that amazing position for, and they don't see it as amazing, then they're not the person for you. And you have the power and you have the authority to walk away from that to continue to find the right person. And you will find them. Just don't change your focus. That's my challenge for you today. Think about that as you get ready to hire someone else new to your team or if you're hiring for the first time, okay? And if you've got questions about hiring or you want to partner more or if I can help you, I'm always doing, well, not always, but from time to time I have, you know, free 30-minute consults available on my calendar off and on. Some, you know, every few weeks I have a little bit more time than others. So go ahead and, you know, go to... Go to legendleaders.com, hit the schedule now, and you can see my calendar. And if it's free and you have some time available and you want to talk about hiring and let me help you in those 30 minutes, schedule some time on my calendar. I'll be happy to help you. Okay? That's what I'm here for. Um, that said, go and be legendary.